Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Wave your hand to the Holy Spirit. Welcome to the midweek service. I started a series of teachings on Sunday, Matters of the Spirit. And I laid the foundation for that message. And uh, during the series of teachings, I, I laid the foundation on Sunday, Matters of the Spirit. Really important that we have an understanding of the matters of the Spirit. Open to the book of Colossians. Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. I'm reading verse. I'm reading verse 8 and 9. He said, Who also declared unto us your love in the Spirit? He said, Look at this. He said, For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. The point here is spiritual understanding. For some weeks now, anytime I teach, I'm trying to bring your mind to something that some people say we can never understand God or we can never understand the things of God. It will, be, it will be useless for God to tell us to understand something if we cannot understand it. He said, or some people say we can never know God, you know. But the book of Daniel chapter 11, verse 32 says, They that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. So it's possible to know God. And it's also possible to understand God and understand spiritual things. Said, oh, God is mysterious. You never know what he's about to do. That's not really correct entirely because spiritual understanding means try, uh, um, understanding spiritual things. So last on, on Sunday, I started teaching about man being a spirit. I talked about his intellect and I talked about his body. And I talked about how man was created and all that. I won't have the time to go through all that because I want to go a little deeper this, in this service. Now, it's so important that we, we understand who we are, especially when you get born again. So that you understand. It's not, we are not physical people trying to have a spiritual experience. You see, the day you got born again, you are not... Uh, and I explained on Sunday, many people say that, oh... I am in the spirit. In their mind, when they say I am in the spirit, it's like I was in the physical and now I am in the spirit. Are you getting it? You know, some Christians will be sitting down and say, like, let's get in the spirit. When did you move out? Romans chapter 8. I want to show you something. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Are you at verse 9? Romans 8 verse 9. Okay, you see something very striking there. He says, but you are not in the flesh. He's talking to the Christians. Now, look at verse 1. You know who he's talking to there. He says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. So he's talking about those who are born again. He said, there is therefore no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Then he goes to verse 9 and he talks about the same people. He says, but you are not in the flesh. He said, but you are in the spirit. You see, when you get born again, being in the spirit is your 24-hour experience. Hey. You know, there's a lot that goes wrong among Christians. And I, I talked about one on Sunday. Like, they come to a church and, they, and they, they're like, the, the person leading the prayer goes like, let us invite the Holy Spirit. 
into the meeting. Okay, so you, you mean you started without him and you are now inviting him into the meeting? There's no point. He said, look, he said, where two or three are gathered in my name. He said, I am there. He didn't say the two or three will gather and call him. Hey. Let's not read meanings into what God said. He said, where two or three are gathered, the moment two or three are gathered, whether they gather to eat fufu, whether they gather to eat rice, whether they gather to pray, whether they gather to walk, the moment two or three gather, he is there in their midst. And if it is one, he is inside you. You see, so you are not in the flesh. He says, you are in the spirit. So I said, we are not physical beings trying to have a spiritual experience. Because you see, in the Garden of Eden, the fall of Adam, the, 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 the main thing that happened to Adam when he fell was that he fell actually from uh, seeing things spiritually. Now, the Bible, some people say that Adam was clothed, you know, by the glory of God. He was not clothed by the glory of God. The guy was naked with Eve. They were naked. And while they were naked going about, the only thing was that their sight was not, was not after the things that were immediate. You see? God programmed them in such a way. The Bible says the voice of God came walking in the garden. So every time God was coming and he was giving them his word, the Bible says in the cool of the day. So the, the word of God was coming to them. So they were seeing things differently. They were naked, but they were not seeing it. They were not considering it. You see, they were not considering it. They were naked. They were not wearing anything, but they were not considering it. So when the fall came, they began to consider the things that were around them. He says, you are not in the flesh. Because when you are in the flesh, you begin to see your imperfections. When you are in the spirit, you see Christ's perfections. Are you listening? When you are in the flesh, you begin to see your imperfections. You begin to see that, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. Oh, I, I, the last time I did this. But when you are in the spirit, you begin to see things the way God sees them. So, the, the, the Adam and Eve were in a dispensation of innocence. So, Adam was with Eve, they were both naked, but they were not seeing it. Why? They were seeing greater things. They were seeing God coming into the garden. They were seeing angels. They were seeing how to name animals. They were seeing higher things. They were looking beyond their present um, um, position. So that was what happened to man. So when man fell, open to Isaiah chapter 11, I want to show you something. Isaiah chapter 11, I'll read from verse 1. Look at it. He says, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. What is he talking? He's talking about Jesus. Isaiah prophesying of Jesus. He said, There will come um, uh, uh, forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse. Talking about David's lineage. He says, And a branch shall grow out of his roots. He said, And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of fear of the Lord. Then, Verse 3 says, and shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. Then, look at what he says in column. He says, the reason why all these seven spirits are going to function in this man is that, he said, it shall, and he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes. That was the reason for the Holy Spirit coming into your life. He said, so that you will not judge after the sight of your eyes. He said, neither reprove by the hearing of his ears. You see, so the day you get born again, one of the things God begins to do is that he starts training you, listen now, he starts training you to stop looking at things and, and considering them with the physical eye. He begins to give you a higher perspective of things, which is the word perspective of the thing. 
He said, he shall not judge after the sight of his eye. So Jesus walked, not judging after the sight of his eye. Bible says that they did that, uh, 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 Observe lying vanities. He said they forsake their own mercy. That means when you begin to observe the things that are around you, you begin to observe your imperfections, the thing you cannot do, he said you forsake your own mercy. So you are not in the flesh. The day you got born again, you are not in the flesh. You are in the spirit. So it's so easy for you to connect with God because you are in the spirit. But the, the only thing about the realm of the spirit is that in the realm of the spirit, you can go further. Like, like, um, uh, the angel came to John in the book of Revelation. He said, come up with that. So in the spirit, we were born in the spirit. I explained on Sunday, I said, we were born in the presence of God. So we were born in the spirit. When we were born again, we were born in the spirit. Once we were born in the spirit, the only, it can only get greater. Bible says from glory to glory. So it can only get greater and you can only keep moving forward in the spirit. So God can call you to come up higher in the spirit. Are you with me? Yeah. So, the matters of the Spirit, how important is it for us to understand what goes on in the Spirit? The Bible said, talks about some people in 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 5. It says that some people having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. Let me tell you, without the power of God, our Christianity is like any other dead religion. He said they have a form of godliness. Some people think that Christianity is about walking, you know, you know, walking like a ghost on the road. They think Christianity is about, you know, you know, but Bible says they have a form of godliness. They look like they are really, he said, but they deny the power of it. Look, when, when, you know, some people come for our services and they see people shouting after service, we are shouting glory. There's people shouting, like, oh, I don't really like all this shouting, all this. No, I'll tell you something. First Corinthians chapter 2. Glory. Glory. Verse 1. Look at this. Very powerful chapter. This is one of the most powerful chapters in the Bible. I tell you. Pay attention to it. There are a lot of movements at the back. He said, And I, brethren, look at it, verse 1. And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. Oh, God. <laughs> He said, for I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. He said, and I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. He said, and my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. He said, how be it, we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor the prince of this world that come to naught, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would have not crucified the Lord, Lord of glory. Now, before we continue, I want us to look at something. He said, and my speech and my preaching, verse 4, he said, was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of the spirit and of power. Look at something. The biggest, listen now, the biggest deterrent to the power of God is the wisdom of men. The enemy of the power of God is the wisdom of men. The moment you find yourself that you are, you are in, in a way conforming to the wisdom of men, you can never see the power of God. 
Anytime you are not seeing the, the power of God, check, you are applying a certain wisdom of men. He said it was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but with the demonstration of the spirit and of power. He said that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Wisdom. There are three kinds of wisdom. I'm not even going to talk about the the wisdom in God. In God, there are also different kinds of wisdom. But I want to talk about three kinds of wisdom that you know that are out there. There's the wisdom of God. There's the wisdom of men, and there's the wisdom of the princes of this world. That's the wisdom of the devil. There's the wisdom of the devil. The Bible calls it a certain type of wisdom. It is a wisdom. People don't realize that. Listen now. When you pray. Listen now. When you pray. People don't realize that. It is not just for you. The reason why I wanted to teach this topic is because I noticed that a lot of people are complaining that they are not seeing, you know, answers to their prayers. And I noticed something. You see, you will never see answers to your prayers. When you get born again, there's something that happens. A lot of us. You pray, it gets answered. You pray, it gets answered. Like, wow, this thing is really nice. How many of you noticed this? It happened to me. When you were born again fresh, God, I want pencil. Somebody just brought you pencil. Oh, I was like, this is so nice. It happened to me. You know, I prayed about something in the night. Then by morning, a guy walked to me and says, God said I should tell you this. It was exactly what I prayed about. Like, I'm like, oh, this born again thing is really cute. <laughs> now, months came. I prayed. Nothing has happened. What's going on here? So uh, at that time, I began to think, am I backsliding? If something is wrong. Like, I don't feel like I used to feel. Like, things are different now. Now, before, when I was speaking in tongues, I'll be feeling something moving inside me. But now, as I'm speaking in tongues, it's harder. It's, it's hard. The tongues is hard. It's now different. It's now different. See, so I begin to think that What's, what's wrong? Then I begin to think there's something wrong with me. But listen, there's nothing wrong with you. God is only come, is calling you to a higher walk. God is only calling you to a higher walk. What do I mean? At this point in time, God is bringing you into a place where he is going to teach you how to navigate in the spirit. Because the essence of Christianity is not for God to weaken us. Because in the world, when you want tea, you walk to your, your, your dining table, you take the tea bag, you take the hot water, you begin to prepare tea. But when we get born again, we want God to prepare the tea and give it to us. In the beginning, he does it. Breakfast in bed. He brings it to you. You know? <laughs> brings it to you. Drink it. You drink one, two, three. Then the next time you call again, it's not coming. It's not coming. 
What you don't know is that they are calling you, go to the dining table, begin to prepare your own tea and drink. You see, God begins to call you to a higher work. Because, like I told you, it will not make sense that you will give birth to a child and for 15 years, the child is drinking breast milk. Even after two years, or three. I know some of you passed that, but, you know. <laughs> you know, then, and, and if you are, you are a mother and your child begins to cry, listen now, you are a mother and your child begins to cry, and say things like, at three years, five years, mama, mama. You'll just be looking at your child, hey! You know, you'll take your child for prayers. So, what, what do your parents do at that time? You ask for the breast milk, do they give you? They'll stop giving you. But the milk is there. You see, why? They are calling you to a higher work. When you get born again, there is a realm called the realm of the spirit. And I said on Sunday, I said the realm of the spirit, it controls all that happens in the physical. He said God created the heavens and the earth, the high places and the earth. The earth is just a platform of manifestation for everything that goes on in the spirit. The Bible says that the things, listen now, it said the things that are, in, you know, uh, 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 the things that we can see, he said those things are temporal. He said, but the thing that we cannot see, that's the thing that in the realm of the spirit, he said, those ones are eternal in the heavens. But the ones that we can see here are temporal. So if you are not connected to something eternal, anything you are seeing temporarily can just go away at, at any point in time. It can just move at any point in time. He said, it is temporal. He said, it is subject to change. But things that are in the spirit are not subject to change. Things are in the spirit, they control the things that happen in the physical. So, what are the matters of the spirit? When you get born again, you are called to a life of the spirit. You are called to a life of the spirit. You see, your Christian life is not supposed to be boring. Because when you are walking with the Holy Spirit, John chapter 3. John chapter 3. Today I'm going to show you some roadmaps. Roadmaps into the spirit. Verse 8. Haha. <laughs> I'm not entering the message. The wind bloweth where it listeth. And thou hearest the sound thereof, but cannot tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So everyone that is born of the spirit. The word spirit comes from the Greek word pneuma, which means wind. So, he's showing you a character of the spirit. The spirit is like wind. Oh, me, I worship God like this. There's nothing like that. Oh, me, 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 it's like this. He said, the wind bloweth where it listed. Today, the wind is blowing this way. He said, tomorrow, it is blowing this way. Today, God spoke to you like this. Tomorrow, he is not obligated to speak to you like that. One of the key things that will let you know that you are really working with God is that you will see some signs of madness and drunkenness. You see, you see, come up, come up in your Christian walk, come up in your walk with God. It is not, it is, Christianity is not uh, an initiation into following laws. Listen now, listen now. Many years ago, I went to preach and I was telling the people, I said, God didn't call us to follow the law of Moses. 
People say, hey. I said, God, did he come to follow the Lord Moses? So he said, so what, what did he call us to do? <laughs> he wrote the law in our hearts. And he said, listen, he said, by the Holy Spirit, he said he will cause us to do them. By the Holy Spirit, he will cause us to do them. If you neglect the Holy Spirit, your Christianity will be hard. You know, I've seen people like that before. When, uh, those days when we were in, in, in senior high school, I just got born again friends. There were so many of the guys there, you know, they were the spiritual lords of the place. You know, some people, they, they pose as they, they are the... They, are, they call them papa. They are the papas of the school. When they are walking, everybody says, hey, this guy, don't go near him. You know? And they are the most judgmental people. Every time, every time. You know, when I got born again, I started going to some of their meetings because I wanted a place to fellowship. And one, you know, one time, one guy came there. Half of the people were sleeping when he was preaching. All those of you who have been masturbating, God does not like it, they know. They know. All those of you that have been doing bad things, God does not like those things. You have to be very, very careful of those things. As the Bible says, it is the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. It is not the judgment. It is the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. God prefers it that he will bless you, you know, then you will now look around yourself. Kai, me, a whole me. Look, I've seen it before. People preach hell. When people come and give their life to Christ, they go back out of the fear. Bible say, perfect love cast out fear. After the preacher, they come. They come and give their life to Christ. Then, after, you know, there's something about human nature. When you make him afraid, uh, one day, say, hey. Hell, you ever call? Hell, you ever call? Hell, you ever And you hell. Bob Marley, you ever call? You ever call? You ever call? You ever call? Michael Jackson, I'm so oh yeah, you better jump for hell. You know, people say that we must preach the second coming, the second coming of Christ. What have you done with the first coming? With the first coming, the second coming of Christ. Anytime we share on it, we are only sharing with Christians so that we will become extra work, uh, uh, hardworking, so that we know that we have more people to save. It is not for us to fear whether we we'll go to heaven or hell. Bible says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died. Ah, so, like like Pastor Chris said, is that some people say if you don't tie scarf, you have to... no. While we were yet sinners, Christ died. So now we have entered, he will now bring us back because of scar. <laughs> he said, while, listen, while we were yet sinners. Clap for Jesus, clap for Jesus. Listen, listen. While we were yet sinners.
One day, when I got born again, I spoke in tongues. The day I, got, I spoke in tongues, I went over and cried. I cried, I said, God, me. I hope me all my sins. You still gave me tongues. I was crying. <laughs> then I said, I'm going to read a whole book of Genesis. When I started reading the book and I saw the sins of other people, I said, ah. <laughs> Listen, there's nothing too much for the blood of Jesus. The day you were doing the wrong thing, you were standing there. When you finish, say, have you finished? Let's go. That's a father. That's a father. Don't go and beat yourself. The Holy Ghost is there to help you. See, when you have an addiction or something that you're not happy about, don't let it rather draw you away from God. It should make you pursue God more because the more He feels you, when He feels you, all those things go out. So when you see a weakness in a particular side, you need to realize that then you need more of God in that area. You need more knowledge of God in that area. Don't beat yourself. So that means I need, to, I, I need to chase God more. I need to go after the things of God more. Because when you want to stop something and you, you are still having, you know, your, the same kind of quiet time and all that, you are still making room for it. Get yourself busy more with the things of God. Because the busier you get, the less time the devil has to give you ideas. Because see, when you want to understand the realm of the spirit, there's a realm of the spirit, but the entrance from the realm of the spirit to the physical is your mind. Your mind is the doorway to your spirit and vice versa. So a lot of demons, for example, if, if God wants to talk to you and most of the time he uses thoughts. If God wants to talk to you most of the time, he uses thoughts. The same way with the devil. He fires thoughts. The devil fires thoughts. So you will notice that everything that is happening to you, anything that you don't like, it starts with a thought. It doesn't just happen. It just starts with a the thought. Then, sometimes you'll be fighting it. I'm not going to do it. Let me tell you, you don't fight thoughts with thoughts. You fight thoughts with words. If you try fighting the thought with another thought, another thought, you realize that, no, you, don't, you are not able to beat it. By the time you realize you are going to do the thing. So when the thought comes, the thought comes, you say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I don't do that. I don't do this. I have power by it. The moment you begin to say, you begin to empower your spirit. You are, you are awakening yourself. Like some people say, stay woke. You begin to awaken yourself. That's the real type of woke. That's the real type of woke. You can't, you can't tell me, listen, you can't tell me that you want to stay woke. Listen now, you want to tell me that you want to stay woke and that you don't believe that there's a God and that is your woke. You, that nobody consulted you before you came into the world. Nobody consulted you. If you were that powerful to stay woke, when we were giving birth to you, you said, oh, I'm not coming. And for you to know that there's a greater power than you, 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 you could not even have a voice the day you were coming to the world. Nothing. You just came. But I said, well, you are here. <laughs> Like a guy who has gone, I don't know if you saw it on, on, the, on the TV. He has gone to sue his parents. That they didn't contact him before giving birth to him. <laughs> now, it looks like he has, he has a point. Okay, now, his parents who are saying that they are ready to go and meet him in court. Because both of them are lawyers too. And they said, they said, they said, they are, the, the only thing is that they want to know from the guy. Which medium they were supposed to use. If the guy can provide the medium they were supposed to use to contact him, stay woke, gang. 
Praise God. Oh, I'm in the spirits. I am in the spirits. I am in the spirits. You see, when you are born again, those are the things you should be happy about. You are a man of the spirits. Men of the spirits, nothing catches them by surprise. Oh God. Look at it. He said the wind, like the communication of Jesus Christ. He said, the wind bloweth where it listed, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the spirits. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? Nicodemus was going to understand what Jesus Christ is saying. Then Jesus Christ said, Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel and knowest not these things? Are you a Christian? You don't understand the spirit? He says, Verily I say unto thee, We speak that we do know, and testify that we have seen, yet receive not our witness. If I have told you earthly things and you believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you heavenly things? The, 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 <laughs> let me tell you something. The Holy Spirit was given to us by God. Let me explain something now. For example, let's say this, uh, this is an LG TV and this is a remote. The reason why this LG remote can change this, something in this LG TV is because there is something of LG TV in this remote. Am I right? Yes. The day we got born again, God gave us of His Spirit so that there is something that can connect with the two of us. That's the network. The Holy Ghost was the heavenly network. When we have the Holy Ghost in our eyes, we can tune into heaven at any time. Look. Oh, go to the book of Acts. Go to the book of Acts. Oh, 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 oh. Thank you, Jesus. Just a second. The book of Acts, chapter 8. Sorry, seven. Seven. Hmm. Uh, let's go to the last verse. Acts chapter seven. Verse. Look at something. Fifty six. Look into your Bible now. They were about stoning Stephen. Then he says, and said, Behold, I see the heavens opened, and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. They are stoning the guy. The guy didn't pray. He just connected. You see, your, your, your life in Christ will take on a new meaning the day you begin to understand the things of the Spirit. He said, the wind bloweth where it listed. So, when you are dealing with the Holy Ghost, you make up your mind, I'm not going to deal with him in just one way. Because he can tell me to do just anything. He can tell me to do just anything. The wind bloweth where it listed. Jesus said, he said, if we have told you earthly things, and you have not believed, he said, how, how, how will we tell you heavenly things? Because the things of the heavenly, you know, Bible says that the wisdom of men is not like the, uh, uh, it's foolishness, as compared to the wisdom of God. So, sometimes, when God is telling you to do something, it looks foolish. 
It looks foolish. Let's look at something in the book of Joshua. Joshua chapter 5. Let's start from the 8. And it came to pass when they had were done circumcising all the people that they abode in the place in the camp till they, they were whole. And the Lord said unto Joshua, This day have I rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you Wherefore, the name of the place is called Gilgal unto this day. And the children of Israel encamped in Gilgal and kept the Passover on the 14th day of the month at even in the plains of Jericho. And they did eat of the old corn of the land on the morrow after the Passover, on living cakes and passed corn in the selfsame day. And the manna ceased on the morrow after they had eaten of the old corn of the land. Neither had the children of Israel manna anymore, but they did eat of the food of the land in Canaan that day. Now, verse 13 now, pay attention now. It says, and it came to pass, when Joshua was by Jericho, that he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, there stood a man over against him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went unto him and said unto him, Are thou for us or for our adversary? Hey. The guys are about to go to war. They've done everything God has asked them to do. Now, Joshua looked and saw a man. Then he says, Are you for me or you are for my adversaries? Look at the answer. And he said, nay. Now, over there, he didn't say, yes, I am for you. He didn't say, no, I am for your adversary. Look at the answer. He said, no. That means, I am neither for you, nor for your adversary. Look at it. He said, but as captain of the Lord of hosts, I am now come. You see, many times, the Holy Ghost has been walking in the room, waiting for you to Asking for the strategy for what you've been praying about. When you pray, listen now, when you pray, it is not just God, you are praying, Father, I'm praying for pain. Then the pain does not come. Then you don't realize that it is not so, it's not God supposed to throw a pen into your room. When you pray, listen now, for example, sometimes there are certain things you pray about. That's why praying in the spirit is so important. Speaking in tongues is so important. Because sometimes when you are praying about something, in the beginning of the prayer, you will start off with speaking in tongues. Maybe, or say, Father, in the name of Jesus, uh, I need a thousand Ghana cities. Then, look, over there, you need to check your spirit. Because if you receive it the moment to pray this prayer, you will know. He said, faith is the substance. You will know. Nothing, you know, you will know in your spirit. You will know. That's why as a Christian, you need to, you need to check these things. Having a relationship with your spirit. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I received 1,000 Ghana CD. I need to pay my fees. I received 1,000 Ghana CD. Uh, my God shall supply all my need according to riches through God by Christ Jesus. Amen. You will know. If you, if you receive it, you know. Sometimes, you will know that you've not received it. Then you start praying in the spirit. While you are praying, you are listening for strategy. There are, there are two testimonies here I'll share with you by some people who shared with me. There was a time I said something about when we were on campus and we needed some money and we, we took paper and we wrote 
the note on it, and we like a, a check, and we put it in our wallet to ask if it's money. Hey. The wind blow it where it listed. Madness. You have, you have to practice this. You see, it looks like, hey, how am I going to do this thing? In my Christianity, has not reached there yet, please. Look, I was my friend. After praying, we took the check. I think I told you that the last time to, uh, 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 how we, we, we came together and we were about to travel. We didn't have money to travel. We, were supposed to, we put our hands together. As we prayed, then our leader said, see yourself in Lagos. Leave the rest to God. You all walk away. You see, to come back and pray has destroyed the other prayer. If it is faith and if it is valid faith, we will have to behave. Listen now, we have to behave like we have it. You know, see yourself in Lagos, leave the rest of God. I saw myself in Lagos, although I've not been there. I just imagine a dirty place. You know? <laughs> no, 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 what? But, no, no, but listen now. That was just, by the way, that's just a joke. There are some places in Lagos, Ghana doesn't come close to it. That's the truth. I'm just... But at that time, that's what I thought. I thought Lagos was dirty, and they, they were shooting people on the road, like... <laughs> so I said, so we finished and we left. Now, this thing, you know, we were practicing a lot of spiritism on campus. We will pray, then we'll take paper, we write the check. Write the check. This is the amount we need for what we want to do. We write it, we put it in our wallet. So if you ask me how much I have, I have to add that money. Ah. Listen, listen, listen. When I share this testimony in church, a lady here said she could get some money. She also took 50 notes, 50 CD notes, cut a paper the same size. Listen now. <laughs> listen. You know, some people, they are planning, when I go back, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> No, it might not necessarily work for you. You need to listen for strategy. You understand? You need to listen to the Holy Ghost for strategy. Because sometimes you'll be praying. You'll be praying. You'll be praying. Then the Holy Ghost will give you a strategy. The Holy Ghost will give you a strategy. He will tell you, do this, do that. Sometimes it might look, hey, this thing is crazy old. This is very crazy. I said, no, no, I, I don't really want to, you know, I don't want to do so many things about my Christianity. You know, all these things, you know, all these things that they are, they are doing. Yeah, I really, I really, I just want to pray this, pray and just God will listen and it'll just go, I, I don't like trouble, you know. <laughs> now, the lady said, she, she cut, she's here, she's missing you. She said, <laughs> she cut the, the sheet, then she wrote 50 gallons. She took four and put it in her wallet. She needed 20 gallons, she put it in her wallet. As far as she's concerned, she has to hang on. If she sees something and she doesn't need to buy it, God, she doesn't want to buy it. <laughs> now, listen, listen, listen. The money. Is this thing working? Okay. The money she, 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 she was waiting for. One, she got it. And she said, as long as she kept those papers in that wallet, she kept receiving that same amount of money. So I asked her, as she removed it, she said she has not removed it. <laughs> Another one, when we had, when we finished service on Sunday, I was teaching some of the leaders something. I said, 
we are going into that level now. I'm not going to go too deep. Because so if I share this one, you walk out and say, listen, I'm never coming to that church again. There's what we call. <laughs> Let me not go there. <laughs> you want to know. The wind blew it. <laughs> now, when we were much younger, we used to experiment a lot of these things because we believe that the Christian walk is a spirit life. Your prayer must take on a new dimension. <laughs> There's a song we used to sing. And we be with my friends. We need money to do something. More money come, money come, money come. More money come, money come. More money come, money come. Look, it was working. I'll never, I lied not to you the Holy Ghost. It was working. More money come, money come, money come. You use it, right? More money come, money come. And it's even better when you now get uh, friends to join you. Listen, one day, we were doing it in a room. More money come. We put out the lights. More money come. While we were doing it, while we were doing it, a guy came into the room. He hey! <laughs> and you see, the funny part, I know why he ran away. Listen, I know why he ran away. Because while we were, we were, um, doing it. One guy, you know, his tongues were there. It's not uh, like if he was maybe singing, ma, ba, 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 you know that it's his tongues. He's talking like, <laughs> So, imagine that we are singing, more money come, money come, money come, more money come, money come, more money come, money come, money come. More money, come money, come money. Then a guy, and we're all wearing boxer shorts. Say after me, say, I'm a man of the spirit. See, I'm a man of the spirit. Nothing takes me by surprise. Then they, 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 they will send you a message that somebody has dreamt that you are dead. Are they mad? Is that how they die? Hey! Somebody dreamt. <laughs> It's rising, it's rising, it's rising. The lady, listen, she needed, she needed her fees to be paid by Monday. Monday was the deadline. She's in this meeting. She said she began to sing the song after I told them on Sunday. I I was just sharing with them how we used to do things before. He said, she began to sing the song. Then what she was doing, the Holy Ghost told her, okay, now switch to worship. That is the strategy. Don't tell God how he should do it. Listen to him. He will tell you that, no, where we are right now, we will need to use that strategy. 
The Holy Ghost told her. He said, no, begin to worship. Then she was worshiping. While she was worshiping, then she said she just knew that she had received the money. I think she said she was looking for two. I think she said she was looking for two thousand or so. By Tuesday, it was nine thousand. You are there. You are there. You see, you are there. Now God has not been answering my prayers, and every time I pray, I will go and do something. I will go and do something. Hey. Second Chronicles. I'm going to teach you something now. Let's, okay, I'll read. Uh, I don't think we'll be able to read everything, so I'll just give you a little background, then we'll continue from somewhere. Now, at this point in time, in this particular time, the children of Israel were small in number in terms of their army, and they were surrounded by a lot of, listen now, they were surrounded at that time by a lot of uh, hosts, and they were about to kill them. Now, you, I want you to study a particular pattern in the prayer. Then you understand what I'm talking about. When you are dealing with you know, being a man or a woman of the Spirit. Look at it. I'll start from verse 10. So Jehoshaphat is praying, the king. He says, and now behold, the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom thou wouldest not let Israel invade, when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and destroyed them not. Behold, I say, how they reward us to come to cast us out of thy possession, which thou hast given to us to inherit. At this time around, what's Jehoshaphat doing? He's praying the word. He's praying the word. He says, God, when we were coming out of Egypt, we had mercy on Mount Seir, on, on, on Moab. We had mercy on them. We didn't kill them. But see how they are rewarding us. So over there, uh, Joshua is using the word of God to pray. But it didn't end there. Go, go to verse 13. And all Judah stood before the Lord. No. Uh, let, let, verse 12. Oh, our God, will thou not judge them? He's praying now. He said, for we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. Now, I said something on Sunday during the first service. I said the first entrance you make into the realm of the spirits when it comes to dealing with the highest of the heavens. Solomon said, the heavens of the heavens cannot contain thee. Now he says, the first entrance that you used to make there is brokenness and humility. Now this is brokenness. He said, God, we have no might against them. That is what prayer does. That's why the, some of the symbols of prayer is going on your knees. It's brokenness. Now, don't only be broken on your knees. Be broken in your heart. Some people break on their knees when they say, let's pray. And people just, you know, but in their heart, it's full of pride. When you go before God, you strip yourself of everything. You strip of yourself, yourself of what you know, what you can do. Brokenness. So over there, the guy said, oh, we have an army, but God, we have no power of ourselves. Over there. Before God. So, verse 13. And all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives and their children. Then upon Jehazel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. Now, you need to pay attention to when the Holy Ghost comes upon you while you are praying. So, while they all stood before the Lord, they, they didn't finish praying and walk away. They prayed, oh God, will you not judge them? Brokenness. After they were broken, they were, will you not judge them? We have no might of our own. They are coming against us. Bible says the Spirit of God now came upon one of the guys. While they were praying, the Spirit of God came upon one of the guys. 
what, is, what, what happened when he came upon the guy? And he said, How can ye all do that? And ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou king Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you, Be not afraid, nor dismayed, by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. He said, Tomorrow, go ye down against them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Ziz. Strategy. So, if they are finished praying and say, God, do something, they go and sleep. They don't, they won't realize that the Spirit of God is not going to give them strategy. Jesus Christ said, when the Holy Ghost comes, He will show you things to come. So, He said, they come by the cliff of seas, and ye shall find them at the end of the brook, before the wilderness of Jeruel. Ye shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves, stand ye still. See the salvation of the Lord with you. Oh, Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, nor be ye dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshipping the Lord. And the Levites of the children of the Kohathites and the children of Kohites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. As they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. Listen. Verse 21. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord that should praise the beauty of holiness. As they went out before the army, and to say, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endureth forever. Verse 22. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushment against the children of Ammon, Moab, Monsia, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. Now listen now. When he prayed and the Spirit of God came upon the guy, what came out was prophecy. Prophecy, anytime it comes, it comes in twofold. The word of power and the word of wisdom. The word of power tells you what God will do. The word of wisdom shows you the strategy by which he wants you to do it. He said they will come by the cliff of this. And the wisdom came to him that he should put the singers in front. The first step into the realm of the spirit when you are dealing with the Holy Ghost is brokenness. The second step is intimacy. And when you come to the place of intimacy with the Holy Ghost, one of the fuel that you need, one of the lubricants that help you to achieve intimacy with the Holy Ghost is songs. It is songs. From brokenness to enter intimacy with God. You see, we are all by default. The fact that we are born again, we are in a relationship with God. It doesn't mean we are in fellowship with God. You can be in a relationship with a girl and you are not calling her, you are not talking to her. It is relationship, but there's no fellowship. You can marry a, 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 a lady and, and if you sign in the, in the court, oh, she's my wife, but in the house, she sees you, she pass by. You see her, you pass by. There's no fellowship, but there's relationship. That's how most of your, 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 your relationship with God is. You need to understand something. When you come to the highest realms of, 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 of the things of God, listen now, when you come to the highest realm of the things of God, romance with God is the deepest. Psalm 49. You see, you'll you, you see something David said over there. It is too deep. It is too deep. What people don't understand is, eh? Death, now, um, for me, you know I'll say it raw and be free. Look, the things that we see, for example, marriage. A man and woman marrying, eh? Let me explain something. Man and woman is not the real marriage. God likes to talk in shadows. 
For example, before Christ came, there was an ark of the covenant depicting Christ. There was different depicting the cross. God likes to, and God likes to see, you know, an essence being displayed in a shadow. So the earth is a place of shadows. <laughs> I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So, when God made Adam and Eve, he was not try, starting marriage. He was only making a man and woman act a spiritual reality. The same with sexual intercourse. The real thing is not the one people have been having. I don't want to say you people. People. It's not the one that people have been having. The real thing is a spiritual thing. Holy Spirit. You see, intimacy. Look at David. I said, in intimacy, one of the things that takes you into an intimate place with God is music, is songs. I don't say music, because sometimes you can be playing someone's song and you, you, you yourself, you and God have not yet communicated. You like the song. You put off the person's song, or even if you sing it with the person, fine. You must sing, whether your voice is good or not. From your heart, when you begin, it is the, it is the easiest way to enter into that intimate place. Look at David, verse 4. He said, I will incline my ear to parables. I will open my dark sayings upon the harp. Some people don't understand. He said, I will incline my ears to a proverb. He said, I will hear something. I will hear the word of God. He said, when I hear the word of God, he said, I will open my dark sayings. He said, I will say things that are dark. He said, and I will release them on my heart. Some people didn't catch it. He said, I will open my dark sayings upon the heart. Intimacy with God. Intimacy with God. You, if you know what songs do in the realm of the spirit, you be careful what you listen to. Songs open your spirit much easier than any other thing. Ephesians chapter 5. I'm going to teach you practically after brokenness, intimacy. Intimacy with God. Intimacy with God. Where you are, you are lying, you know, sometimes I those are the best moments of my life. Where I'm lying by, you know, my bed and I'll be singing. I'll be singing and tears will be coming out of my eyes. They'll be coming out of my eyes there and I'll be singing. I'll be singing. Sometimes I'll just be quiet. You know, then the intimacy is going on. It's going on inside. Verse chapter 5. Verse 18. Oh God. Oh God. Oh, I told you when it comes to the things of the Spirit, you will notice it in drunkenness, in madness, in like you have smoked. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because sometimes when I'm full of the Holy Ghost like that, I begin to do things that when I watch the video, I'm like, I'm not the one. I'll be dancing some dance that I don't understand. The dance, the dance doesn't have rhythm. Is that, do you remember Thanksgiving? Ah, man. After that, they have been trying to ginger myself to death. Like, it's not coming. Because that day, I have taken in holy high. He said, and do not be drunk in wine. With wine. He said, wearing in excess. He said, oh God. 
Oh God. He said, don't be drunk with wine. Wine in excess. He said, but be filled with the Spirit. That means being filled with the Spirit is like being drunk with wine. He said, be filled with the Spirit. Verse 19. How, how do you get filled with the Spirit? He said, speaking to yourselves. He didn't say speaking to one another. Speaking to yourself. That means you are talking to yourself. He said, speaking to yourself in what? Psalms. Psalms. What are, what are Psalms? I told the choir when we went for the retreat. I said, Psalms are inspired words. Sometimes you just be lying down there. How many of you it has ever happened to you and you just shut it down? Like you just be lying down. It's as though you want to say a poem to God. Has it ever happened to you? No, no, let me see. If it has not happened to you, I'm showing that it can happen to you. You just be lying down. It's as though you want to say something. And this one you want to say, you know, it's like some deep something. But you think that, ah, no, maybe it is my mind. You know, it's like deep something, inspired words. Oh, thank you. For you died on the cross for me. Your own word. He doesn't have to write. You know, you know. For you died on the cross for me. What can I do? What can I do? Oh, Lord. You are too much. Oh, baby. Listen, listen, praise God. When you begin to say it like that, that sounds, those are sounds, inspired words. Inspired words, they are coming from your spirit. Then he says hymns. Hymns are songs. You don't necessarily somebody's hymn, but you can also sing someone's hymn. You know, then you'll be singing, you'll be singing songs. You'll be singing songs. You'll be singing songs as you're lying down, as you're lying down. In your presence, I am content. In your presence, I am content. In your presence, there is love. Expressions of your love, revelations of. Your power and might in your presence I can bring my love song offering. Oh, that's one hymn. And hymns. Don't be too hard with God. Girl. Intimacy. Then this is the part I wanted to. And he says, spiritual songs. Some people have been trying to understand spiritual songs. Some say it is singing the word of God. Some say it is singing. Let me explain spiritual songs. Spiritual songs are songs of the spirit. Some versions say songs of the spirit. That is, they are songs that you never premeditated. They come from your spirit. Are you listening? They come from your spirit. These are songs of the spirit. Now, most of those songs are chants. The, what I was singing, Mormonicum, is a chant. The thing about chants is that chants are repetitive. So, this song is a chant. Jehovah, you are Jehovah, you are repeated. Jehovah, you are Listen, songs like this, you pick them. 
you pick them when there is a matter. You know, some people have been, have been, have been, have been, you know, they text me, Pastor, there's this issue. You know, sometimes I wish they knew some things. You know, in the beginning, we'll begin to hold their hand and help them. But, you see, you need to know what to do. When there's a matter, there's a matter. The matter is too serious. It's too serious. The matter, something's about to happen. You pick a chance. You pick a chance. That is Jehovah, you are the most high. What are you doing? You are invoking. Because when the, when the Holy Ghost came to Joshua, he said, I am the captain of the Lord's host. The Holy Ghost orders the angels. He's the captain. So go, Jehovah. 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 They are songs of war. I say you pick those songs when there is a matter. Listen, and when you pick a song like that, be very sensitive with yourself. You know, there are some of you already now, when we say lift your hand, you do this. What's that? <laughs> now lift your hand to one <laughs> Some do like this. Lift your hand. If you have saved your armpit, you can do it. <laughs> Lift up your hands toward heaven. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you pick a song like that, let me tell you, when you pick a chant like that, you will notice, you know, I, I, when I started praying with some of the leaders over here, I noticed that, you know, you have more to do, especially when you want to do big things for God. It's not the regular Jehovah you are. You are not ready to move. When you start, Jehovah you are the most. Jehovah. You will notice that you are moving. Jehovah. Jehovah. No, listen, listen now. Pastor Claude is here. Pastor Claude is here. You remember those days? That is how we call money. That's how we call money. We, they say matter. We, we, we need to get some money by some time. And the money is not appearing. Then we begin to sing chants. You are the mighty God, the great I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, you are, you are the mighty God, the great I am. Hallelujah. Just thumbs, just thumbs. Hallelujah. You are the mighty God, the great I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, you are, you are the mighty God, the great I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, you are, you are the mighty Then you are chanting. You can be on it for a while. Ha! Listen. You, you said there is a matter. They want to give you a contract of a hundred thousand dollars, and and you are you are you are against somebody. Somebody wants to take that contract, and you want to come so that we will pray a short prayer. Are you serious? When the person you are going to get the contract with has gone to see a man, are you serious? 
I know my God will do it. I'm not gonna, yes, he will do it. He will do it by saving your life. <laughs> avoiding the contract. He will save your life by avoiding the contract. You need to learn how to, how to, how to bring out songs of the Spirit. Spiritual songs. They are songs of intimacy. Spiritual songs. Some of them, no words. Ah, ah, ah. No words. No melody. Ah, 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 ah. Hey, if I do this, my mother will think that I'm mad. Yes. I, one day I did it, and my mom said, It's okay. It's okay. Hey. Glory. 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 Hey. Yeah. Glory. 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 If you came for the very first time, we're thinking, what does people love? Every time, what's Look at Jesus Christ. The day he was baptized of, 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 of the Holy Ghost. The Spirit of God came upon him. He said, and drove him into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Ha! Some people think that, you know, some people think that Jesus Christ, you know, his meetings, you know, with just, uh, all disciples, don't fight anybody, please. All of you just stay over there, you know. No, he was baptized of the Holy Ghost. The Bible says that he, the Spirit drove him. The, 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 the Greek word is, the Spirit made him run. When the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you have to know something happens to you. Acts chapter 2. No, Acts chapter 2, when it came, the Bible says that they were now speaking, speaking, logo, logo, logo. No, the people said the people are drunk. He said, these men are drunk. Go, logo, logo. That means the way they were speaking in the tongues is not. <laughs> they were Listen, God, God, God sees my heart. God sees my heart. Bible says, out of the abundance of your heart. So, in the beginning, it can be your heart. No, no, but if you keep going, before long, before long, you are pacing the floor. Before long, you are pacing the floor. Before long, before long, you'll be pacing the floor. Before long. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a man of the spirit. You want to call forth a, a, a figure like 30,000 Ghana City. Then, your auntie, your uncle, nobody has that money to give you. You can't go and beg anybody. Nobody has it for you, but you need the money to do something. You don't, that thing, you don't do like this. You don't do like that. I read. You go on a park. If you think you disturb at home, go on a park. Going on a park is not for spiritual fanatics. Learn to settle things in a bush. I will not be small in my life. I will not be small in my life. I will not be small in my life. As I will not be small in my life. I'm ahead. I'm ahead. I'm ahead. 
I'm ahead by the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm ahead. I'm ahead. I am ahead. God has given me authority and power and the grace and the favor. I attract favor. I attract favor. All grace abound towards me. I'm a man of testimony. I'm a man of testimony. By the Spirit of God, I make advancements. By the Spirit of God, I stay on top. By the Spirit of God, I make money. By the Spirit of God, I make money. By the Spirit of God, I attract money. I am a money magnet. I am a money magnet. All monies of international recognition are gravitating towards me. The grace of God is upon me. The grace of God is upon me. In my home, I decree peace. I decree peace. I decree peace. In my home, I call forth the end of every war. Of every war. Listen now. Sit up a moment. Some of you, some of you on the chat group, you saw the testimony of, uh, of Brother Dompre. Remember second service, what we were about, and I, I said the Holy Ghost said we should pray for our mothers. You all don't remember. And I told you that, look, when the Holy Ghost tells me something, eh, just follow it. I said, you might not know me, but you just do it. At least you lose nothing. You lose nothing. We pray the prayer around two, three. By 5 p.m., the moment his mother stepped out of the house, the room caught fire. Everything got bent. If she had stayed there, just 10 more minutes, she's part. In the spirit, we navigate things. In the spirit. So, if... His, his mother was supposed to be part of it. Just that short minute of prayer. The devil is not smart. So every time go for the strategy of the Holy Ghost. I make progress. All things are working together for my good. All things are working together for my good. I lack nothing. I lack nothing. I lack nothing. I lack nothing. In my home, I am a principality. In my home, I I am a priest of God. In my home. Therefore, right on my seat, I decree that angels of God are protecting my home. Right from my seat, I decree that my mother's health is in perfect condition. Right from my seat, I cast out any devil sitting in that home. Right from my seat, I exercise authority. Good health, sound health for my father. And if there's any issue at home, in the name of Jesus, I step in my shoes as the priest of God and I decree that there's peace in the home.